Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcast, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined by the Daniel Stern to my Joe Pesci, Trevor Williams. Hi, Tom. Nice to see you in this vintage episode of Now Available on Video Cassette. Uh, yeah, we're using some older equipment today because, like a fool, I left an important cable and adapter. At a place where I'm running sound, and uh, so we can't use our our fancy, schmancy interface. So we're using an Alesis Multimix Four USB mixer. Yeah, how dare you fill people with the Christmas spirit while running sound for a Christmas Carol? Uh, yeah, how dare I? Don't. Indeed. Fire wires. Fire wires. <laughs> Fire war. Fire wars. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to you, Tom. It's uh, uh should be should be December four the fourteenth. When okay. I know this because fifteenth. No, the fifteenth is Saturday. You know how I know that? I don't know. It's my birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's Tom- tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow next week. Tomorrow next week. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm super super pumped. We're gonna go see a movie, right? Yeah, are you going to go? You I kind of want to go. You should get a ticket. But, okay, ho- hold on. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. The movie's Gremlins. Yeah. Aren't we going to do Gremlins? So I think what we should do is we should record... Oh, my God, yes. Uh, yeah, we should we should do that. We should Stay re- tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, we're going to go see a specialty screening of Gremlins on the 18th. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. So, Tuesday. So uh, come check it out. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, welcome back to the podcast, Trevor. How you been? Oh, good, the, fine. Just doing the thing. The st- I had a conversation with a friend at a show last night. Oh yeah, local Frederick show, and uh, the conversation went like this. Oh hey man, how you doing? He's like, good. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just the same stuff. And he's like, yep, yeah, same thing. Everyone I talk to, we're pretty much just working, doing the thing. It's really boring. I said, yep. Yeah, bye. And that was the conversation that I had. What's happening to our life? Well, um, I it's I think a proven fact that as you get older, you become less interesting in your and life. I'm less interested. Like, yes. I didn't ask a single question. See, I but see, that's what I'm here for. I want to know what is going on. How is how's work? Oh, work! No one wants to talk about work, though. You know what's great about my work right now? <laughs> it's almost done. Yes, <laughs> and I'm not doing the winter production this year. That's great. Oh. Let me tell you. Is there a winter production this no. year? No. Oh, so no one's doing the winter oh, production. Oh, everyone is just real chilled out. We're just teaching. Yeah. And the kids, the kids are, are just, just learning. learning. <laughs> that's great. Instead of everyone distressing. Uh, it's so that's, cool. That is fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I How d- are you doing? I'm good. I chose to give my uh, my my morning class next week a take-home final. So oh, they love that. There's no class next week for them. 
and we did their presentations, and almost everyone got an A. So almost everyone. And one person got a B. Why? Well, let me tell you this. He did his <laughs> the one kid with a B. He did his uh, his his project on Metallica. Rad. And in the first slide, and I'm not like a huge Metallica fan, yeah. but I know enough. That I'm a huge we, Lars Ulrich fan. Let okay, me tell well, you well, <laughs> funny you should say, oh, because in, the, in his first slide it says, uh, originally formed by uh, Lars Ulrich on guitars and James Hetfield on drums. Okay, I feel and, like... And <laughs> is that true? Because I, I, mean, don't, I don't know enough about Metallica to know if that's no, not I, the case. I mean... I highly doubt it, but when you think of drums for Metallica, you think of Lars Ulrich. I was going to say Slash, but yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> and then, you know, guitar, right. no, James yeah. Hetfield, right? So, well, because, I mean, also, at least you and I, this kid has no idea. Mm-hmm. You and I remember Napster. Oh, yeah. And we remember who destroyed Napster. Lars Ulrich. <laughs> I mean, Metallica, but it was really... It was mostly Lars. Lars was the face of he that was. battle. Yeah, that was weird. I remember just waiting 45 minutes to download Bob Marley's Jammin'. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Napster. I remember my friend showing me that, and I was like, I just don't, I don't get it. But then, like, then you owned Jammin'. And I was like, what do you mean you just got a song and you didn't rip it off of a CD? Yeah, I remember ripping things off of CD. Because even that was still kind of a foreign concept to me, that you could rip things off a of CD. Yeah, how's it get from there to there? <sighs> Some kind of... Dark, dark magic. It is, and it turned out to be because, oh, God, the music industry. (laughs) Oh, jeez. But you know what? This podcast ain't about the music industry. Just because we're both musicians? No. (laughs) This is about movies. Oh, right. Movies you haven't seen in a long, long time. Right. And it's December, which means we're doing Christmas movies. Right, because there's not a lot of Hanukkah movies, honestly. No. I don't know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Come would, on, Hollywood. I would watch one. Considering who like runs Hollywood. I, I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> and I did. You can always count on me. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. We, we all got together and we said, no Hanukkah movies. Not this year. <laughs> but there's a lot of time there's like, uh, there's like, uh, there's mention of that, though. <laughs> it's like a side character, like a sad little Jewish kid, you mean? Yeah, a lot of times. Hey, you can join our family for the real holiday. Yeah. <laughs> for the big show. It's Hanukkah right now. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. I think it's actually. almost over. Yeah, it's I think been going actually, on. is this the last? Because today's the eighth. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have not been, not been lighting the candles. Yeah, well, neither has Molly. It's. <laughs> uh, what am I doing? Do? Like what? <laughs> what am I trying to do? Well, we're doing the classic Hanukkah movie today. Uh, Home Alone Two it takes place in New York because he's lost in. New, New York. York. He's lost there. Have He's you ever lost been there. lost in New York? Uh, yeah, but like it's a grid sli- system. <laughs> slightly, old- <laughs> well, I'm slightly older and much drunker, but yeah, <laughs> I have been. slightly older or younger. I was slightly you say- older and much drunker. Oh, okay, gotcha. and Macaulay Culkin in this movie. Oh, I thought you meant like in the future you were planning. <laughs> and like when you mean slightly older, you're going there next I week. I'm slightly older than I am right now, and I plan on getting real lost in New York. Yeah, let me tell you the antics I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna make mm. friends with this crazy bird lady. I love that. Okay, so we did Home Alone last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that for the sequel. It's just like, and it, this this is like a blatant version of this kind of sequel where they're like, let's make just the exact same movie. Oh yeah, but let's put it in a big city. It's 
it's classic. It yeah, just like uh, the other one that comes to mind, even though not nearly as revered or remembered, but um, Homeward Bound Two. Oh, uh, I think like Lost in San Francisco or something like that. Why are these people losing their kids and animals all the time? I don't. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, They're all so irresponsible. Yeah, it's just a good. Um, I guess Mc, MacGuffin. It's a MacGuffin. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. Yeah, that you're looking for just child neglect and animal neglect. It's kind of messed up. I so, mean, and I feel like it is a theme with the parents in this one too. They're like again, again. Wow. <laughs> he even makes it to the airport with them. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't. Might, I don't remember. Well, because like the inciting incident in the in this in the sequel, you know, you can't like. Blame it on oh we left him at home again, right? Because like not we're, not, we're never gonna let that happen again, and they don't. But yeah, there's yeah. there's some mix up at the airport, right? And uh, Kevin gets on the wrong plane, and he goes to New York. And where uh, are they going? I don't remember, but I don't. It must. It has to be Sheboygan. Like, <laughs> Sheboygan. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's. I wish John Candy were in this one. Me too. Uh, that's like literally. That's one of the best scenes in the first one. Is it with is, him. So and we good. discussed how it was almost yeah. entirely improvised. Yeah, yeah. Sheboygan. Um, Sheboygan. This does have a great cameo, though. Uh, Future leader. Oh yeah, Mr. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, he's in this. Oh my fucking god, that's gonna be weird. Oh uh, yeah, uh, and it's literally just like a right down the hall, uh, that way. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> That was a good one. Thank like, you. I don't think I can do it well. Well, I, that's just me doing Stephen Colbert. Okay. Because he literally does 15 minutes of that every night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. So, you know, was this his first uh, big screen uh, film? I don't think so, actually. Yeah. He'd been in a couple yeah. spots before. We're, we're talking about Donald Trump. Trump? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> but, Not, obviously. Uh, I want to ask Kevin, you. Kevin McAllister. About. Uh, whether or not you remember the talk boy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you have one? Uh, no, I didn't. So I think I had a knockoff though. Well, yeah. I mean, there was, there, there were a lot of weird, like, uh, like, Hey, short audio recording devices have become super duper cheap. And like, you remember yak backs? Oh yeah. It was just like a little, like, it was like a, I think I had one of those where you just like record like, Hey man, what's up? And then you can like, it would say, say, Hey man, what's up? Hey man, what's up? You remember thinking you can get into so many crazy, like have so many antics with that thing? Like, oh, oh I'm gonna like, oh, I'm gonna like freak out my mom. Yeah, my, oh, my <laughs> mom's gonna be so freaked mom's out. Mom's cooking dinner and she hears. <laughs> yeah, and really, they're just like, God, I wish I didn't buy him that. <laughs> yeah, but the talk boy was like a little. Did it have tapes? I don't remember. I think it was like a mini cassette <clears throat> recorder, but it also it had like uh, I think maybe a little bit of memory space that you could just do like a short digital recording. Okay. But there was also then there was like a Talkboy pen. That was, oh yeah, it's supposed to be like a secret recorder, although it was bulky as hell. <laughs> it's not secret. <laughs> it's not it's a no, giant. Nobody mechanical pen. thinks that you're not. Yeah, no. That was like that spy shit. Remember when we were talking I remember about Harry the, the spy? Yeah, and the spy toys. All the spy toys are so cool. We thought we could do such cool things with them, but they kind of sucked. Yeah, they did. Do you remember Rob the robot? Uh, he yeah. had a little tape in his chest too. I never had Rob mm-hmm. the robot. The Nintendo. Thing? Well, maybe it wasn't Rob. Uh, maybe it was something else. It was a robot and he had a little tape and it was educational. That's all. Oh, I, I do know what you're talking about. Uh, was it? Uh, no, no. I was, I was thinking Coleco. Coleco. Uh, I don't know that. Coleco Vision? No. 
No. Uh, so you're not say, trying to say calico? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Then I have no idea. Oh, oh all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> New York. Oh, okay. What's You know what's even better about this being a, um, a sequel is that he's lost in New York, lost, randomly, yeah. and the two guys who... Broke into his house. What a coincidence. Outside of Chicago. It's Chicago in the first one, right? They're uh, Sheboygan. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Joe Pesci. Right. And Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. The Wet Bandits. Fucking Wet Bandits. No longer. Do you, know, you remember what he's trying to change their name to in this one? Sticky Bandits. The sticky Bandits. Yes. <laughs> it's the Sticky Bandits. Just awful, <laughs> awful names. Someone, they need gross, a yeah. marketing person. Yeah. Uh, or, I don't know. So did they break out of jail or are they just out? I think they did. Because I, I think that there's a, like a, a shot of a newspaper saying, like, wet bandits escaped from prison. How the prison. hell did they escape from uh, prison? Those guys they are, are useless. Dumbasses. <laughs> How did they escape? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it goes into it. I don't know, but I I love those guys. I miss. Uh, I wish. I wish. I wish we saw more of, of the sticky bandits. Of, well, just Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, like working together, just uh, doing anything. What's yeah. Joe Pesci up to? I have no idea. He's probably pretty old. I think he's old. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't remember him after like Lethal Weapon Four, honestly. <laughs> Man, that is a movie. One of the best Lethal Weapons ever. Easily. One of the best movies. It's so good. We'll do it. Oh yeah. Chris Rock. Oh. Well anyway, New Renee York. Russo. Yeah. <laughs> New York. New York. So uh going back to my question of like getting lost in New York. Have you been lost in New York? I mean again only for a second and then being like, oh wait. Oh right. <laughs> Up it's three blocks grid. over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um and once you realize that, oh, that's just oh, it's very simple. Um, yeah, it really is. Yeah, right. um, Henry the dog is here. Not being lost in New York and trying to find something in New York are different things, though. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, you can find your way to Grand Central if you need to, but what I just mean, like, just because you get an address to some place doesn't mean it's like there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that it's easy to see. Uh, a couple different things, like uh, finding a, a magic shop there once. Uh, Tom does magic. Uh, every, you know, a little bit. I dabble. I'm not very good, but I dabble. Um, <laughs> He's very good. <laughs> you can book me for parties now. Available ov at gmail dot com. <laughs> I can I'll for at least five minutes entertain you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like okay, I'm standing where it says it should be, and then it's not there. That ha- that's that happens to me in New York more often than like getting lost. But yeah, the thing's not there. Yeah. That's about it. Um, Do you go to New York often? I did um, when I was younger because I grew up outside of New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, uh, so it was easy to just hop on the train and right, be right in there. I'm jealous of you. It was cool, but I don't anymore because I don't live that close. Oh. As you might know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's really not that far. It's like a four-hour trip. Yeah, but also hour. we live, you know, outside of D.C. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. Baltimore. And there's also cool stuff to do in those cities. But if I'm honest, I don't usually do that either. No, but also New York's way better than DC. Just I would agree. Just wait and Baltimore. Yeah. Combined. <laughs> yeah. Take probably. everything cool about both the cities, <laughs> combine them, and New York's still a thousand times better. Yeah. But what about New York in the late eighties, early nineties? 
Uh, scary, right? I guess. Uh, yeah, a little scarier. Scarier, yeah. Yeah. And Kevin McAllister, where is he even staying? He stays in this high class hotel. Yeah. And Tim Curry. Tim Curry is, is like, kind of like another antagonist. He, he's like the is he the concierge? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because oh, he's God. he's like I'm gonna find this mm-hmm. kid out. Okay. Yeah. You can't um, stay in this hotel. How? Free. Just inept and are like how, like just dumb are these adults. Well, Kevin McAllister is exceptional, and I think we determined that he's a psychopath. Also. Yeah, he he yeah yeah he is he grows up to be a Bond villain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he has a volcano fortress. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Rob Schneider is also uh, oh. in it as one of like the like bellhops. I kind of do remember because there's always like a funny moment where he like he like sticks his hand out. For oh, a the tip. gum. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and Kevin gives him gum. That yeah. is Rob Schneider. It's Rob. Fucking Schneider. Schneider. As the animal. The animal. Rob Schneider is. A carrot. The hot chick. A carrot. <laughs> um. <laughs> Where did that come from? South Park, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we're pretty sure it's South Park. I gotcha. Um, he befriends Crazy Bird Lady. Yeah, but first, just like the first one. It's he's, the same fucking beats. He's afraid of Bird Lady. Bird Lady, Bird Lady is just kind of sad, yeah. and she shut herself off from the world, much like Shovel Man. <laughs> Shovel Man, and she likes the pigeons because you know it's just simple, and she lives in probably a scary abandoned church thing that's actually kind of cool, right? She kind of, I think so. Does she live there? And he learns that she what? lives like above. No, I think it's like in Lincoln Center or something. Um, mm. Because the there's like an orchestra playing at one point. Yeah, or the, uh, there's a choir. Oh no, that's the first one. Yeah, no. this is the same fucking movie. It is the same movie. It's it is unapologetically so. Except instead of like this beautiful like house, <laughs> it's like a a rundown like a giant row home that's under renovation. Right, and it's it's his dad's brother's house. Oh. I don't remember that at all. Well, yeah, because when they find out that he's gotten to New York, uh, he's like, "I wonder if he'll know to go to my brother and see my brother." And they're like, and they're like uh, "Is he even there right now?" They don't like, <clears throat> and he's not there. It's just amazing how uh, worthless we all were without cell phones. Seriously, though, I mean, you could get lost in New York as a kid. But yeah, of course, he didn't go think to go to the police or anything. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I've never gotten lost in New York is because. Most times when I've gone there, I could look at a phone right. and see my exact location. <laughs> and there's millions of people there that you could also ask. Yeah. I mean, and then you they're shouldn't. Like, and they're like, don't bother me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm walking here. <laughs> hey, listening to New York, how how we doing? <laughs> we, we love you guys. We, yeah. We heart New York. Yeah, heart, heart it hard. Big Apple. Gremlins too. Gremlins too. <laughs> Um, I don't remember um, exactly how it all gets resolved, but I think it involves uh, FAO Schwartz, uh, the toy company. With the yeah, which I don't know. I don't know if that's even there anymore. No, it's not. Like fairly recently shut down. Yeah, although they still have a line of toys. Uh, probably. What happened to that big piano? That's probably why they shut down because they couldn't sell that fucking thing. 
Uh, they invested a lot of money in that real early on. I actually, I went, I went there once, uh, and I was like, I want to play on the on the big piano. Yeah, how um, was that line? Well, it wasn't that long, <laughs> but it was full of children. Yeah, small children. And you're standing there listening to it. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait in line. I'm, I'm literally twice as tall as everyone else in this line. It would be weird. Um, and I, I left sad. That is kind of sad because you could have shown them a thing or two. I could have been like, "Check this out." Yeah. Do you think you'd be good at playing the piano no. just with your? <laughs> I was just thinking about it. like even if I knew some stuff to play, I think I think with with coordinate with with rehearsal and coordination with a couple other people, you could do YouTube cool. has shown us that it's very possible <laughs> to do cool things like that. Okay, that's true. But, yeah, I know he goes there and uh, he meets like a nice old man. And, um, oh, I do kind of remember that. Who's that guy? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a guy. He's a guy. He's one of those like old, old guys. He's like, all right, you're going to be, you're all right. He's guy. like, hey, it was like the early 90s. Like, hey, we need like an old, old guy who like gives off a good vibe. Yeah. You know, like not, not a like creepy a creepy old guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, hey, kid, like I could be your mentor if I wasn't about to retire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. And he was like the toy owner. Guy. And I don't remember exactly why, but he breaks the the window. <gasps> I just remembered the Sticky Bandits want to rob FAO Schwartz. Oh, because of like they have all that Christmas money. Yeah, and I think like that's toys it. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and God. so Kevin's gonna stop them. So he smashes the window to set off the alarm, and they're like, "Ah, you fucking kid just ruined our day!" And then he runs back to Uncle's house, where he's got his little house trap, psycho trap house. And uh, Joe Pesci is like, "No, you know what? I, I remember, remember last time. Yeah. I remember last time. You remember last time, Marv?" Marv was like, oh, I'm not touching that. I'm not going to step on that because last time I stepped on a nail. And every single one of those things, Kevin had thought about it in, in like, he's thinking two steps ahead of that. Oh, yeah. Every time he's like, oh, yeah, no, I, of course I remember when I burned your hand so badly on that scalding hot knob that you should, and you should have cut your hand off because you would die from that. Of course I remember that. That was the highlight of my life. I'm not going to forget that I did that to a human being. And so then he, he thinks two steps ahead. I don't remember what the reversals are, though. And I, d- well, I feel like there's paint still involved. There or, is. It's like from a different direction or something. Well, no. Know. Um, it's great. Uh, they're, they're walking up the... Um, it's great. They're walking up the the stairs, and he's like, oh, no, I remember this from last time. Right. And then, here we come, and they pretend to walk up the stairs, and then he, he throws the paint can... And it swings by him, and they're like, oh! oh he me. throws another one, they do it again, oh! And then they're like, ha we got him this time. And then they're running up, and then he has a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws it, and the bar just hits them both. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. It's so ridiculous that it just plays. It's going to play out in the same way. There's going to be initial attack on House. Then he's going to escape House. Bird Lady's going to save him somehow with the birds. They're all going to... You know, the birds will all attack. Does he put a bunch of bird seed on them? I feel like there's bird seed involved. Yes. I think that happens. Yeah. He, he, they get, like, uh, covered in, like, like molasses or something. Kind of like, it's like yeah. yeah, molasses. or Molasses. And molasses. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, bird seed, pigeons. They just attack. That would be kind of freaky. Yeah. How do you feel about birds? Fuck them. 
Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I didn't expect that. No, I'm fi- I guess I'm fine with them. Some people are scared of birds. I know. Well, I mean, they can, you know, pop out you at just you. Did like, you just did like a little head movement, like a you know, they kind can, of unpredictable. They are a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I went to this like uh, <laughs> this uh, like. Uh, it was, pop at it. it was like a it's an aquarium or something, but like on they had like yeah, a rooftop. Uh, a, they they had an atrium. I went to this like the atrium. Yeah, where they, they have had that like in a, the, the the national aquarium. Yeah, that. yeah. I don't. But do they have all the birds like yeah, flying birds, around that yeah. they'll like uh, fly and they'll like land on your finger? Well, I, I don't know. I'm not Snow White. Tom. I don't. It wasn't there. I think it was maybe it was in like New Orleans. I don't. I, I don't know. It was. I was somewhere and there was like this bird atrium and they had like, all these little cute little songbirds. And for like the first thirty seconds, I was like freaked out because they're. It's a feeding frenzy because yeah, they, they like hand you these face. little sticks with seeds and stuff, and they're just like, "Do you get food? Do you get food?" And for a little, so I was freaked out at first, but then it was just like awesome. Like, oh, cool birds! I felt like Snow White. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Birds are kind of cool, but they're also kind of alien, and they're also kind of dinosaurs. Yeah, they're like dinosaurs, and they lay eggs. What's that about? The egg thing. Yeah, the egg thing. That's kind of weird. It's very weird. I mean, humans kind of do it. Yeah, but we do it. Behind closed doors. <laughs> like, keep that shit I out. I guess behind open doors. But. Behind doors. <laughs> behind doors. How do... I'm not going to get into bird... Bird science. Yeah. Do it. I don't know anything about birds. How do they... Do, they have to be fertilized, yeah? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Does that happen... <clears throat> when does that happen? You know when that happens. And so, when they're just... When they're doing it. Yes. Right? That's that's how fertilization happens. I understand that. <laughs> what are we asking? But a lot of times, like with fish, they get fertilized <laughs> well, after fish, they've been laid. Yeah, well, I know fish, fish and lay. birds are different animals. But, fish will, yeah, the but, man but fish will just you have spray to admit, an area. Fish are kind of like the birds of the sea. I've always said that. You know, yeah. I've always said that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, swimming is a lot like flying <laughs> yeah. underwater. Yeah, and walking <laughs> is kind of like flying... On the on, ground. On the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Yeah, yeah. and all of this relates back very well. New to... York City. <laughs> New York City. This was made in New York City. Yeah, what a great location for a 90s movie. You, you gotta say, it's kind of a character of its own. Oh, it's a character. It's not just a setting. <laughs> no, it's a character. He's gonna learn a little bit about New York. New York. Um... And I think at the end, the family comes to New York. They have Christmas in New York. F.A.O. Schwartz gives them a whole bunch of toys. Right, because of the guy. Yeah, because he the guy. knows that he they saved his ass. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, it's gonna be great. You ever have Christmas in New York? No, no, yeah, no. Either. Well, actually, well, like Santa's yeah. not gonna know where your I mean, house is. I went there after Christmas once uh, for to see a couple shows with a, a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You ever done New Year's in New York? No, fuck that. I have. That's like asking me if I go out on first Saturday in Frederick. Well, you don't <laughs> Okay. You don't have to go to the Times Square thing though necessarily. I've skirted by Times Square and been like Yeah. Nope. But mm-hmm. I used to go see shows in New York City every New Year's. Oh wow. With yeah. your family? No. No. Oh. No, like music like this was in high school. I ah. was like, I'm gonna you you just, I want to go see a Tony Award winning musical. Yep, that's what it was. It's like, you know what New Year's says for me? Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> you meant like music shows. Yeah. Like band shows. Yeah, like band shows. You go see a band. So I would see a band. You'll see the New they, York dolls. They would have like a. <laughs> hey! 
Can you lock the door? Yep. <laughs> Henry the dog. No scary. Henry. Scared me. I think that's the tag. <laughs> Henry the dog. Where are we? Uh, I think we're t- ready to watch the movie. Are we missing anything huge here? It's the same as the first one. It's the same okay. movie. So, <laughs> so the wet bandits, the sticky bandits now are going to go back to jail. And yeah. then they come back in the third one. Or they just, uh, at this point, it's like too many strikes and they're just, they get the death penalty. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. Do they try to bite off his fingers again? Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, that was one weird. of those little fingers. I don't know because there's got to be a, a moment where they almost win. So they're gonna catch him, and then they're gonna get tarred and feathered by birds. And is John Candy still alive when this movie is made? Oh, you know that? Yeah, okay. I think I think so. This is like '92. Okay. He didn't die until like '94. Four ninety-five, but he's not gonna show up because one was Cool Runnings. Oh man, that mm. was his last one. Winter Olympics, right? Yeah. I think it was that or um, Wagons East. I don't think I saw that. Um, uh, it was man, fucking Richard Lewis is in that movie. What? Um, yeah, Richard Lewis, John Candy, and it's uh, yeah, it's like a pioneer comedy. What's Richard Lewis do now besides hang out with Larry David? I that's probably it. <laughs> All right, let's, and it's probably in New York. <laughs> uh, all right, I think, um, I think, we're, let's watch it. Okay. Let's fucking watch it. All right. All right, man. Lost in New York. You should watch it too. Yeah. We'll definitely. see you on the other side. Bye. <laughs> Question for you. Oh yes. Uh, moments after they're caught by the police. Yes. The sticky bandits, formerly wet bandits. That's S T. <laughs> they definitely die of internal bleeding, right? <laughs> or a number of other things, but um, yeah, that's not really mentioned in this uh, part two of uh, making a murderer. Kevin McAllister, <laughs> the New York City years. But uh, or, this was a very formative time in his development as, as a psychopath. As we may have mentioned on the Home Alone episode, uh, I think there's the fan theory that he becomes Jigsaw of the Saw movies. I think is, I think it's safe, safe theory. Truly, he's yeah. diabolical. Um. All right, man, they really, I got to say, I think they upped the stakes in this one as far as the violence and they harm. The violence and harm a lot. Like, yeah. the first brick, dead. Dead. The second brick, skull caved in. I saw something recently, and I was looking, I was looking them up just now about, there's like a million, like, we asked a real doctor to yeah. analyze the injuries, and like, they were like, the the brick one is like it's well it's the first one in this one mm-hmm. but it's like the first one that they always hire with like yeah brick to the face from like uh three or four stories up 
uh, slim chance you're surviving that. Yeah, not to mention several. But I mean, it gets it gets absurd. I mean, it's cartoonish. Yes, it is. I mean, it's he's very electric. Marv is electrocuted uh, to the point where his skeleton. He's a skeleton. Yeah, and but the then also uh, the the whole entire which, first floor of the which it's <laughs> not like this like it explodes. It's also not like a visual effect. It's just a. Like a skeleton. They just puppet. cut to he's a skeleton, like a yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not weird. like a weird like cart. Very weird. Yeah. He's a skeleton. All right, but we're again we're starting with uh, dessert here. The, okay. The dessert of film. Let's yeah, let's that's act three when that. That's stuff yeah. Comes in. Let's let's take it back to the beginning. Um, it seems as though <laughs> everything is fine in the McAllister family. They're going to Florida, which they're, I think we decided was a downgrade. Definitely a downgrade from France, yeah. I would say. Um, especially because, first of all, it's well, it's raining the whole. The joke is like they're in they're in Florida and it's raining the whole time, but also, uh, Kevin's dad, Mister McAllister, who's like who pays for all of it. We assume it looks the couple times they show them in the hotel room it looks like they're staying in like a cheap ass like yeah mo- like <clears throat> side of the road motel. I was just crammed in somewhere. All yeah, eleven of them or whatever. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, Dad accidentally unplugs the alarm, and it's like they get up. We did it again. Yeah, and everyone's <laughs> rushing around, and they're like, "Oh no, does Kevin but, here? Does Kevin have his ticket? No, he's in the front seat. He's in the front, he's seat, in the front of the seat of the van. He's they're, ready to go. They're going. They are going. So how does he get lost? He's following a dude that has the same trench coat. Yeah, well, he stops paying attention for two seconds because he's looking yeah. for batteries for his talk boy. Talk boy. Which comes very much in handy. Yeah, at least in the middle of it, the movie. It gets him into the hotel and yeah. also distracts Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry, oh, among, Tim among Curry. others. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, I guess um, uh, finding him out. Um, um, oh, before that, I, I do have one note here that says Uncle Frank's dick um, is uh, <laughs> must be massive. <laughs> there's there's he, some weird stuff about he you know there's one bathroom and Uncle Frank singing in the shower, which he records with the uh, talk boy for a later scene. There's and only one bathroom in that house, maybe, or there's something going on. There's something, yeah, something weird. But yeah, but what does Uncle Frank tell Kevin? Do you remember? Oh, it was something about he like said, you'll never. Uh, if you see me naked, you'll grow up never feeling like a man. Never feeling like a man. Wow, thanks, Uncle Frank. All right, Uncle Frank, fuck you. <laughs> Uncle Frank is a dick. Yeah, Do Buzz think... is a dick too. Buzz is a dick. He's kind of funny. I think is Uncle Frank. I think he's like he's the one that's like married into the family. I think so. Right. Yeah. It seems that way. It's kind of a cheapskate. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know. I don't understand the whole family. There's so many of them. There are a lot. There are a lot of like, I think Kevin has like three. Like he's got like three couple siblings, three sisters, and two brothers. I think. But then maybe I mean, some of them are cousins. I don't know. I don't know. I know there's got he's Big Pete is in there. Big Pete is there. He never yeah. talks, but he he's there. Yeah, he's not really in this one except <laughs> he's just kind of there. Yeah, he's just there. And there's Fuller. Fuller, who's a cousin. Fuller's my favorite. Fuller. Uh, Kieran Culkin. Uh, <laughs> he lets the bed still, but he gets the master bed every time. Yeah. You have to sleep in the attic. Fuller's like, yeah, with me. <laughs> he takes a big sip of soda. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so uh, Kevin's also, I guess, you know, because they have a, have to have the moment where uh, mom, the last 
interaction she has with her son before he goes missing oh, is yes. being mad at him. Has and so, you know, he ruins the Christmas pageant <clears throat> performance, whatever, the, the winter production. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then he gets lost in the airport following a guy who looks like his dad what from behind. He's tiny. He's a little boy. He, uh, he runs into... Uh, the like check-in lady at the airport spilling the boarding passes everywhere. everywhere. Like, it's in there somewhere. They're trying to leave, and it's like my dad just went in there. Um, yeah, I gotta say, it like high, high charisma, high charisma. He is super high charisma because well, he's just yeah. getting himself in everywhere. He can just get in, especially you know. And I thought the talk boy stuff was an interesting device, I guess, to get them. Like, especially the hotel stuff. Yeah, they used it to slow his voice down so he sounded like a... Hi, I'm Mr. McAllister. <laughs> I want to... <laughs> yeah. So he ends up in New York, and it's like, whoa, New York City. And it's New like, York! It's like, you know, he's pretty excited about, it, you know, I'm a kid in New York City kind of thing. Yeah, he has that moment where, like... He's always breaking the fourth wall. Like, yeah, where he has that moment that he has in the first one, again... Beat mm. for beat, same it's the beat. same movie, same exact movie. Yeah. Uh, he has that moment where he's like, "I made my family disappear." <laughs> like that's in the, from the first one, but this the is the one thing. where he like he very much realizes that this was like all a crazy, weird misunderstanding that he got mixed up. Yeah, uh, and in New York, but he still like has that moment where like, "I made this happen." I am the master of my destiny. He kind is. Of thing. He's a very will to power kind of kid. And fortunately, he <laughs> happens to have his his dad's <laughs> he's got bag. Cash so he has all his cash cards. and his credit card. Oh my god! Amazing. Yeah, and so he's like, "Oh right, I saw a commercial for this hotel, and um, the Plaza Hotel, which is like luxury." Yeah. And Tim Curry's the the guy. The guy. Which guy? Who's great? He's the, he, so he's the concierge. Great. He immediately is not cool with Kevin. No, he immediately is like... He's got this, yeah. Like, which normally, I gotta feel like people all the time see kids walk through a hotel lobby, either by themselves it's or with a parent. Very common. But he just sees this kid and is like, nope, fuck that kid. Fuck this kid. That and kid he's is kind of up right. to no good. Yeah, no. He had a right, he was a, had a correct feeling about it. Good insight. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> he's got a great Grinch smile at one point. They show the comparison. Oh my and, gosh, uh, good. I just love Tim Curry. Um, I gotta say, uh, so the... <laughs> the part in the movie where they're they're all finally oh this kid he's got a stolen credit card fuck this kid we're going up there and then just like in the first one they've got the bit with uh angels with even filthier souls oh, and that was uh, so good. when he gets them to go down on their knees and and have tim curry say i love you to get, get on your knees and tell me you love me and they all do it it's just uh it's really brilliant to see yeah. Tim Curry doing that. <laughs> Curry, Schneider. Yeah, yeah. The Rob, woman that was in Adam's family, was, I think. Uh, Christopher Columbus's wife, apparently. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of angels, um, foster yes. mom from Angels in the Outfield yeah. is shout out. Crazy Bird Lady. Yeah, cra- uh, yeah, Pigeon Lady. Pigeon Lady. Got poop all over. Is she crazy? She had her heart broken, and then she withdrew. Deep into herself. Yes. And she shut everyone else out, everyone yeah. in the world, except for the pigeons. But then she hangs out in this really cool symphony. Hall. Again, that whole subplot, it feel it I guess it feels okay in the first one. It just I don't know, for me it feels really tacked on and forced in this one. 
Yeah. Because um. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because they were trying to make the exact same movie. I mean, and they really succeeded. It they was the same su- movie. It yeah. was, they, they I just can't, it's good for them uh, that they were able uh, to just say, like, blatantly, just beat for beat. Even, like, they call back to a lot of things. They even say, like, hey, that thing we just did was in the first movie. Uh, well, yeah, definitely when they start getting into, like, the the burglar stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even, like, I don't know, he's running around New York City, like, having blasts. He's running around the house, jumping on the bed, jumping around on top of the Twin Towers, which was kind of weird. That was weird. That was weird. Usually we don't, you don't see that You don't lot. see that in movies. You know, it's always the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, he was right on top of the Twin Towers. Um, and I'm talking weird. about, like, yeah, 90s movies. But, yeah, that was that was strange. <clears throat> um, Duncan's Toy Chest was the one. We couldn't. Re- I thought it was uh, the other one that shut down. Yeah, Duncan's. Yeah, FAO Schwartz. I think, but again, it's like I think it's sort of same. Yeah. It's similar kind of thing. Yeah, a big giant famous toy store. And who but is yeah, the guy? Duncan's in it? toy chest. Oh, uh, he's the guy from. Because we were both picturing Last Action Hero guy. We were we determined. picturing Last Action Hero guy. Um, that guy was in a bunch of. He's also old guy from a lot of stuff. He's an old guy, and he's just like, oh, a little kid. Have these turtle doves. Yeah, have these turtle doves. I give all my money that I make on Christmas Eve to to poor children, children in the hospital. In the hospital, poor and sick, poor and sick, or maybe double whammy, or, or both. Could be, could yeah, be both. maybe. Uh, let's see what else. Do you remember fruit stripe gum? Oh yeah, I love fruit stripe gum. <laughs> it had flavor for like five seconds. Five seconds, and then I remember too they had um they had wrappers for a little while that had like. They advertise them as temporary tattoos. Oh, but it was bullshit. They didn't work. They were they, they were for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, butt grabber. I wrote butt grabber. Oh man, I gotta say, smart thinking, but come on, Kev. <laughs> yeah, not. He's uh, the the sticky bandits have caught him, mm-hmm. and uh, they're waiting to. <laughs> Like, you know, like good bandits. They're waiting to cross the street. Yeah, they're good bandits. They're, they're not going to get caught <laughs> and now. And so Kevin grabs the woman in front of him, uh, grabs her butt, and then and she assumes it, it turns was out, one of them. Well, it's the same woman from before. Yeah. That Marv was, like, hitting on. It's like, wow, small city, huh? And she slaps him, and Kevin gets away, and it's dumb. Yeah. But don't grab butts, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, come on. Unless you I mean, if your life, you know, if your life is in danger, your life is okay. Okay, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. The lesser of two evils, I suppose. Dying. Still, maybe there was another way. Yeah. How did he? How did he know that that Marv had previously flirted with this woman? I don't think he. he know. I don't think he did. I just think that he was like, "Ha, ah, I'm gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. Not like that. Not gonna be gonna enjoyable. Like yeah." A little psycho. Um, what else? Oh, though the uh, rollerblades heart analogy I thought was touching. That was <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. It's like I put my rollerblades in the closet for a whole year, and then I grew out of them, and I never got to even wear them out. And that's like your heart crazy Breaking. pigeon lady. Yeah, that was kind of that was funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, just because it's '90s. It's like, of course, yeah. it's rollerblades. A ten-year-old trying to understand a lifetime of pain yeah a lifetime of pain <laughs> sadness and heartbreak um, it's like my rollerblades yeah yeah good just good like kid that. yeah yeah figured it out you did it um what else operation ho 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 battle plan yes okay so that was and just like in the first one he takes the time to 
to draw out a, a map yeah. and a master plan. I think I mentioned in, when we did the first one that I definitely did that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Did you make a, ba- a battle plan, too? Yeah, sure, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this is where I'm going to put my Hot Wheels. Yes, absolutely. It's going to step right on the Lego. Color code that thing. You got to make sure that your battle plan is color-coded. Color code. You got to make sure you bring your crayons. No micro-machines in this one. No, he you know really what? went above and beyond. Well, he wasn't on his home turf, so That's there, you know, so <laughs> he had like varnish and so, building materials. Okay, so that yeah, that you know, that brings me to my next thing is that he did not have to do this. He he no, did, fucking he way wasn't he did not prote- have to. he wasn't protecting his uncle's house. He led them there. Yeah, and like so, he knew where they were gonna be. All he had to do is. Uh, all he had to do was call the police and say, hey, so-and-so is robbing this store. But, and yet, <laughs> he decided he wanted to cause them pain. Right. Awful, cartoonish, but horrific pain. Right. And it was like, you know, as adults who have been in pain before, it's easy to, uh, to see. Uh, not just that he catches them at the toy store and then he runs away and he loses them. I guess the toy store was really close to, I guess so the Upper West Side, unless he's just got amazing sprinting power. They made the Upper West Side look really scary at night, but yeah. it's still the Upper West Side. And they also, they just made New York, uh, very small and yeah. everything exactly where it needed to be. Right. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the biggest, uh, concern that I would have if I were like a child psychologist <laughs> or behaviorist or whatever, uh, because he he could he knows exactly where they're gonna be. Could have just called the police and no no he wants to lead them through a house of unspeakable horrors. <laughs> it's so bad. There's so much falling and and staple guns to the to the ass. And oh to my the, god! To, to the dick. That was painful and to, to the watch. Face the brick thing was maybe the worst. Yeah, and then like just, the like, just start right off the bat with it. Um, also, the, that entire third act, when I that's when I really noticed it, was how busy the score is. Yes. Oh, my there God. There are so many themes. Like, there's, like, here's the sticky bandit theme. Oh, now it's going to quick cut to the to the burglars. Yeah. You know, and it's just, like, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. So many notes that we don't do that. In movies anymore. No. It's a lost art. The way too busy score. I I concur. I'm for it. Um, oh, oh. Yes. Classic realization shots. So, yes, there were nut shots. There were a number of nut shots. But Definitely. the cartoonish realization shot of, oh, no. Uh, oh, here it comes. It's going to hit me. And you look, oh, oh, no. Bam. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of. That. Oh my God! The whole thing. Okay, so it uh, it it begins with <laughs> the brick through the Duncan's toy store window, mm-hmm. where he sets up a wood plank on like a metal drum, <laughs> which I thought Classic he was, seesaw. Which I thought he was going to use to like slingshot the brick through the window. I, I totally forgot that like he breaks the window, and then. Um, Harry Joe Pesci's character runs out. He jumps on. The fucking plank of wood. Right. And he's like, 
uh-oh. Like, you see on his face, like you're talking about, he's mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, uh-oh this isn't it's, gonna be good. It's a seesaw. I, I can't think or process words right now to say, no, Marv, don't. And then Marv jumps out and onto the other end of the seesaw, perfectly placed, by the way. Good job, yeah, Kevin. Perfectly placed. Knew exactly where they were gonna jump out of the window. Yeah. And then <laughs> launches Joe Pesci, like, 20 feet in the air. <laughs> Well, as Doug, our producer, noted, he did the research. Daniel Stern is actually the densest human being in on the existence. planet. Yeah. yeah, he weighs two thousand pounds. It's yeah, and incredibly he... dense. Yes, and uh, Kevin McAllister knew that. He did his research. Yeah, and uh, that's how physics works. And then <laughs> Joe yeah. Pesci, More up like into the air, down the onto the heavy car. bandit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But yeah, it was ridiculous. I know we're nitpicking here, but. It, that was a, like you were like I did not like that bit. Oh yeah, I was like that one. That one did not <laughs> that work. That didn't work for me. Like I get like I'll I'll accept a brick to the face as like oh maybe you'd maybe be, you didn't die. maybe you'd be okay, or you know the electrocution or the oh oh or when he sets. Um, Joe Pesci's hair on fire again, which was the, that was the funniest part to me. Yeah, when when because he's pulling all the light bulbs and he's like. Uh. And he finally gets comfortable with uh, with pulling the light bulbs to turn them on, and then the last one, you know, torches his head. And he's his only thing is he did it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it like again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and again that reaction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he he does actually quite an impressive maneuver where he like does a handstand. On the toilet? Yeah, what was that? Why Why did he even do that, though? I Because it looked cool. Can't you just stick your head in the toilet without they had doing a, a handstand? Because they had a stuntman budget, and yeah, they okay. were, you know. Yeah, um, might as well use it. And, uh, and, yeah, and he dips his head into a toilet full of kerosene, kerosene which we know I guess kerosene. he just kept pouring it down into the plumbing, because it then it just shows an outside shot of the house, and just, like, the entire first floor. Yeah, just explodes. Like, looks like it would have vaporized any organic matter. That <laughs> yeah, but there. his head isn't even burned. No, he's got it's just a little bit like, black on his face. His teeth are like blacked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the the hat, the hat of course got burned, and it's uh, maybe a little bit red. It doesn't have hair there. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's. I'm kind of a. I. Uh, he murdered them so many times. Yeah, so many times. Well, it's a cartoon. It is a cartoon. Do you feel like this one was more childish than the first one? I feel like the 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 direction. Well, for me, just the um, the amount of painful violence that the the thieves are are subjected to, and mm-hmm. the 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 lethality of them, right? Is I feel like it's upped. Oh, it's amped. Up. It's amped up a lot because, um, in the first one, you know, you had. Some of the more memorable ones that are like, oh fuck, that would fuck you. It was like the, the iron, na- yeah, the, the, the nail, the nail through the foot. Me. But like a nail through a foot is a nail through a foot. Yeah. We saw a quiet place. Spoiler oh, no, alert! That was the scariest part of that movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, hate, I hate that shit. Yeah, um, it's kind of like a needle going. No, into I you. know. <laughs> That's why I know. Okay, <laughs> I know. Uh, but like you have the iron in that one that falls like two stories onto. Harry's yeah, face or on a Marv's face. Yeah, some someone's that's some pretty man. bad. You again you had the you had the blowtorch that would definitely like melt his face off. Like definitely at least like give you, you know, third degree burns on the top of your head. I, I did I did the doctor one for the first one. Yeah. Face melt. Face melt. Yeah. Great. There the hand go. thing, he's he's losing the arm. 
You think so? The whole arm? Maybe, maybe up to the, uh, maybe up to the elbow. You just said like a, a burn. Okay, like maybe that? the hand, possibly death. I don't know. It was, but yeah, it was, it was red hot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he and he was gripping it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, Ugh. at least losing the hand. But then, then there's a ton though, like stepping on glass ornaments or mm. or or slipping and falling on your back. That now hurts. the paint can to the face. As someone that gets back things, that one like also is yeah. just very real to yeah. me. Yeah. But I mean, definitely they're dead in either of these movies. Oh yeah. But they're like super, super dead okay. in this one. They're super dead. <laughs> like they're more, more dead. Like I mean, he electrocuted and, the shit out of him, and he kept turning it up. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. What a psychopath. This kid. He's man. already attached to the thing being electrocuted, and Kevin's like, "Yeah, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> turn it into a skeleton, Marv." Oh, uh, it's yeah, it's pretty, pretty disturbing. Um, so, but you know, they're superhumans. Oh, that must be it. They're like, but it is like, it's, it's very Tom and Jerry though. You know, it's like you said, Looney cartoon. Tunes. Yeah. yeah. It's that kind of cartoon. Boing. Yeah. A lot of boing sounds. There were some, some, yeah, some boing. classic <laughs> cartoon sounds. Um, uh, yeah. And then he, he, he leads them there to harm them. And then he decides he's going to lead them to the park for some reason. Yeah, and then call the cops where the there cops are gonna... and look for Why? fireworks. He sets off fireworks. Why lead them away from the house that he's already safe in? Why, why any of this? Why anything? Okay. Why any of this? But why the park? Well, because be- pigeon ladies. Because there. pigeon ladies there, and she needs to come back and save his ass, as pretty much as we predicted. Just like in the first one. Just like in the first one with shovel man. Shovel man hits him with the shovel. Yep. And then, uh, you know, cops come, save the day. Cops help out mom. Hop in. That was funny. And it is like that guy who's like, he's like always like, uh, always the cop or, or something. Yeah, that guy's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I missed John Candy. Yeah. Poor John Candy. that plot line was really boring without him. It was. I it would have. You know what? Mom. If they're gonna make it exactly like the first one, they could have made her bump into him, and he could have been playing a gig in New York Why or something. Why not have the polka Why band? Didn't there? they do that? They could have done that. That would have been worth it. He was probably busy doing pre-production on Cool Runnings or something. Yeah, you're right. Um, that that would have been a worthwhile callback. The other callbacks were less yeah. worthwhile. I 100% agree. Except maybe the angels with even dirtier, dirtier souls. souls. Yeah, that was good. Because it got <laughs> even better. It's like, it was uh, even better. You know, yeah. I loved you, baby. You've been smooching. You've been smooching. Smooching my- everybody. <laughs> You've been smooching my brother. Smooched my brother. And uh, who? Stinky uh, Pete. Philippe or Flip or something Flip. like that. There's a guy who's got like the oh, name yeah. tag. <laughs> and Tim Curry. Yeah, anyway. we love you. <laughs> so good. good. That's yeah. great. He finds out that Kevin McAllister's been using the. He thought he was a thief, a little child thief. Yeah. He was gonna uh, turn him into the police because <clears throat> he fucking hates that kid. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider mm-hmm. doesn't like him either because he only gives him f- fruit stripe gum as a tip. Oh well, <laughs> I got nothing else. Uh, it I got, was. I got nothing else. It was enjoyable. Did you I did, enjoy it? Yeah. I feel like I did enjoy it. It's kind of like for me, uh, this is like <clears throat> like uh which of my favorite flavors of ice cream do I want to eat? Depends on the mood. Mm. So flavor one or flavor two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> flavor one or flavor two. Mm-hmm. Um they're both they're the same movie. Yeah. So So flavor one and flavor one with a little bit of New York and uh, a weird Donald Trump cameo. Yeah. Yeah, that was you know weird, what? right? Just for that reason alone, flavor number one. one is always better. Yeah, but 
that was just it's, you know it's brief absurd. and you you know if you blink you miss it. Um, yeah, but we were looking for it because yeah, we're, that we're person is the president now. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. just surreal. It is surreal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I still you know it's one of those that you know I think it holds up just fine. It holds up just as well, pretty much as the first one. Tim Curry is nice. <clears throat> it's nice to have Tim Curry. Tim Curry there. is a good addition. The whole I think the whole hotel bit is funny. Although I did like they the just seem bit. kind of like. I mean, they bring it all together at the end with the toy store and the hotel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the they almost feel, they felt like they, it almost feels like two different movies. Like honestly, it like really the, does. like the whole like let's lead them through the house thing. That part feels like Tactile. you know like that's just a big giant callback to the first movie. You know, yeah, because it's really about him in the hotel for much of the time and yeah. avoiding Tim Curry. Like yeah. Tim Curry is the main. He's painted to be the main antagonist. Yeah. But there's also these burglars from yeah. before that broke out of prison during a riot, I guess. I don't know. It was weird. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for Home Alone 2 then. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is going up on December the 14th. Uh, and uh, if you're listening to this on uh, December the 14th, then you know that you should come to... Met Comedy Night tonight at the Maryland Ensemble Theater in yeah, Frederick, Maryland. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, we have the improv group Akimbo performing. And then also tomorrow, uh, Castwave Studios, who are another podcast outfit in Frederick. Uh, they're doing kind of like a live riff tracks uh, on uh, It's a Wonderful Life at the theater. So you can come check that out, check too. Check it out. Um, and... Yeah, also, Saturday's my birthday, the happy 15th, birthday, so Tom. happy birthday to me. Welcome. Um, I am 17 years old. Hey, big one seven. <laughs> you can vote next year. Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be big. All right. Um, okay, yeah, that's it. And, oh, yeah, email us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we want to hear your Christmas lists. I, I would love to get an email that's not... a. a, a Someone signed into your email account from another device, and it's just because I got a new phone, you know? <laughs> so exciting. I was like, oh, we got a new... Oh, no, we didn't. Just a phone. Thanks, Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Uh, Trevor, you got parting words of wisdom for our listeners? You know, only that, and this is coming from two teachers, stay in school, kids, because it is spelled out at the end of this movie. That the Sticky Bandits really didn't make it to sixth grade, or at least through it, and uh, Marv can't even spell very well. So maybe if they had stuck with it, uh, they would have been able to either outsmart that psychopathic kid uh, and not have died, or just gotten a regular job, like two productive individuals. Uh, don't forget to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now available on video cassette. Now available on video cassette. Now available on video cassette. You can watch it on your TV set right, right now. <laughs> Home Alone. Again. Home Alone. What a big city. Big apple of my eye. All right. Now available.